Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen with my guy as usual, Gerard Powers. Gerard, what a weekend. Uh, a lot of stuff has happened over this past weekend. We, we got the Final Four going on. Uh, championship game today at nine. We had Pat McAfee doing his thing. Oh my goodness, dude. Uh, we're going to, we're going to touch on that. Uh, we're going to touch on a bunch of stuff, including, uh, Indianapolis Colts players that are signing with other teams, things like that. But for the weekend, how was your weekend? Weekend was good, man. Was on the road. Uh, went to the ATL, uh, for my niece's play that she was having in Atlanta and while there, took my kids to the uh, Hawks Nets game. Had a had a ball. Had a good time. Saw uh, Durant drop fifty five on them. So, uh, was a fun time this weekend. How about yourself? Well, as as the, some of you know, uh, this past weekend I just celebrated my uh, a big four six. Yeah, I can't believe I'm four <laughs> years from being over the hill. What the heck, man? Uh, man uh, you can't look at it that way. Don't look at it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! But um, hey, I woke up today. I'm, I'm uh, another year has passed, and I got another year to to, to look forward to. Um, but college basketball. Let's just get that get into this right now. I know this is a, a football podcast, uh, Indianapolis Colts, but the championship, NCAA national championship. You got. Uh, <laughs> Carolina, North Carolina, Carolina, excuse me, yeah, the blue Kansas and North Carolina, uh, did you expect this? Man, I actually had Nova uh, getting to the championship, so I was kind of shocked the way Nova got beat, but uh, North Carolina, they struggled all year, I don't know if you watch uh, college basketball any or or kept up with it, but they didn't look good all year, kind of just up and down, so to see them kind of get hot at the right time, uh, it ain't it ain't too many other teams out there. Well, obviously now the only other team that's playing just like them is Kansas. So I think it's gonna be a fun game. The the NCAA, NCAA tournament uh, this year has just been wild. So basketball has been great. Awesome. Well, it's kind of like you know, kind of flashback to two thousand six, where the Colts 
you know, they, they didn't play great during, you know, the regular oh, season, yeah. and then they got hot got when hot. the playoffs started, right? Especially the defense. Yes, exactly. So, you know, it is it is how it is. And you know what? We can actually, you and I and everyone listening, we can bet on this game uh, with bet online because, you know, the top teams in college basketball have been determined and the and, and the championship game is set. Looking to wager on the game? Uh, head over to betonline.ag on your desktop or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our p- promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started. BetOnline remains your number one spot, spot and it's for sports on updated odds and info along with player props and new contests throughout the year. It's the best source for all your sporting wagering needs including live betting and everyone's favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started, so join today. Learn why everyone is saying bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Now we're going to get in. Now, I didn't watch it last night because I don't have cable and I'm don't have a lot of money to spend on pay-per-view stuff, but uh, I got to watch a lot of clips, which I'm sure you did as well. Pat McAfee having himself a day yesterday uh, at WrestleMania. Yeah, man. Just seeing uh, the clips, the highlights from it, and just how he looked. I mean, the guy did a like a backwards flip off the ropes and landed on his feet. And uh, I saw him do an interview the other day, and he was saying he was in the best shape of his life. He wished he trained like, like this uh, when he played football. So uh, he'd been talking about, you know, wrestling and stuff like this, you know, since day one, since I met him. So to see all that kind of come to life, man, I'm like laughing. Like, I think it's hilarious. You know, I'm, I'm laughing at him rather than like looking at the bigger picture because he's really living a movie right now. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, he, you know, himself and a lot of other people who kind of retired during their quote unquote primes of their career, right? Kind of get some heat from fans uh, about that. Not all fans. A lot of fans are like, you know, like me, like, Hey, you know, it's your choice, your life, you know, make sure you live it the best you want to do it. And, you know, he, he's one of those rare people that retired during this prime and then goes out to do his own thing and becomes bigger than what he was when he was in the NFL. And that, and, and it's not like he was a known, you know, unknown in the NFL. Right. I mean, people knew him when he retired, his personality was there. Right. Uh, he was all decade punter. Uh, that, that says something. Um, but to go out, not only to do his, his own thing, you know, doing a talk show like what we're doing, but, you know, only on a grander scale, obviously. Right. And But he goes out and he, he just, he does what he, he, he does what he's wanted to do his whole life. And that's the wrestling thing. He wanted to get into that. And, you know, ever since he was a kid, obviously I watched wrestling when I was a child as well. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was fun. It was, you know, out there, it was entertainment for, for, for kids and, and adults, you know, so for him to go out there and not only get to wrestle in a game, but do it on the biggest stage at WrestleMania, uh, win his match, then get beat by the owner of the company 
and then gets uh, the the Stone Cold uh, Stunner. Yeah, <laughs> Stone Cold Stunner. I, I'm assuming it's his favorite, you know, wrestler favorite move. You know, so to get taken out like that uh, would just be a dream come true. And I'm I have nothing but happiness for him. I'm glad he got to live that dream. Yeah, and uh, like you just said, the dream come true. That that's what I saw in in the clips that I that that I saw all online. It's just he was just living his dream, and that's what made it, I guess, surreal a little bit because uh, you know, his wife tw- uh, tweeted a video out mm-hmm. of them hopping on the jet, and and Pat's reaction. You know, he's half drunk or whatnot. He got a scar from you know Stone Cold Steve Austin on his arm. You see a scar and all that type of thing. And he's kind of just dozing off. And then, uh, you know, I think I think the main thing that kind of helped Pat with uh, like life after football is, you know, when you when you're working like for the NFL, you're all you're in the NFL's box. You got to follow the NFL's rules. It's just certain stuff you can't do. You can't say kind of hold you back a little bit uh, if you don't have a plan. Pat's one of those guys that he wants to set his own rules. And, you know, that's what he did. He created his own lifestyle, his own world his own platform he tried the ESPN thing it didn't work he's tried different things that he didn't like and you just see him setting his own rules and just living that dream out and it's, it's kind of fun to see you know this pathway because you know who knows the the person that's going to retire from the NFL early next and try to start his own pathway or dream maybe maybe it's a box he's opening yeah who knows you know i mean there's a there's a lot of other big personalities out there people who do podcasts and stuff like that you got uh bussing with the boys uh you know that that's a pretty popular one as well maybe we'll see him uh step up and do something as well uh this is he he has he has really opened up uh a lot of options uh not just in in broadcasting and media and stuff like that but just to do your own thing yeah. right that yep. that's the big thing right there just to be able to do your own thing after the NFL so yep. uh good for him he's 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 going to be remembered as one of those guys those 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 legend. I hate yeah a he's legend. A legend right now <laughs> he's a living legend right now <laughs> absolutely i can't wait to go back to west virginia for a weekend <laughs> <laughs> it was nice when he was uh introduced he, he came in um with the dallas cowboy cheerleaders which kind of hurt me a little bit uh because you know it's like why couldn't you got the colts cheerleaders but <laughs> got I, 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 I yeah i get i get that that, that the dallas cowboy cheer, cheerleaders are legend among cheerleaders and came in under the Seven Nation Army uh, theme song, that the song for that as his theme song. But him being him being announced out of Indianapolis, Indiana, was a nice thing to hear. You know oh, that that yeah. you know he still lives, lives in Indy. Yeah, yeah, works think, here. Everything. Yeah, Indy's definitely home for him. He definitely treats Indy like that. That's that's home number one for sure. Absolutely. And, and, and he's a Pittsburgh native, if I remember correctly. So, you know, uh, his, his career kept him here as, as it does with a lot of, uh, former sports players, you know, no matter, uh, what sport, whether it's basketball, football, you know, things of that nature, you just, you, you come to Indy and you see what the city really is. Yes, we have weather and it's weird. Um, but at the same time, this is a, a great state, great city, and you know 
the, the people are good because the Hoosier hospitality is a real thing. So people like to stick around. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm glad that uh, he did so as well because there's not a lot of big names out there that uh, prop up the city and the state. There, uh, two come to mind. One, obviously, Pat McAfee. The other one uh, is, um, oh, the talk show host. Uh, I can't remember his name now, right off the top of my head. From the, I think it's the Late Show. Uh, from, oh, no, my no brain is not working. <laughs> David Letterman. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's a he's a big spokes spokesman for for uh, Indianapolis and Indiana. So, um, all right. Speaking of Indiana, let's actually get into actual Colts stuff, shall we? Uh, <laughs> um, not a lot of signings to talk about. Uh, we were actually texting that beforehand, right before we started recording. It was like, yeah. do you really want to do this? Because there's not a lot of news going out there. There is a lot of news, just nothing about stuff coming into the organization it's just people leaving you know going to other teams or retiring or something of that nature so i guess we'll kind of focus a little bit on that we've got multiple players leaving the indianapolis colts signing contracts to become and i'm assuming a lot of these most of these are starters on other teams yeah yeah uh uh Mark Lewinsky, definitely. You're not paying a guy three years, $20 million for a guard to, to be a backup, right? Yeah, he's, uh, he's definitely starting. <laughs> uh, Chris Reed, uh, another guy. Now, some some guys, we haven't gotten their their uh, contract information, but Chris Reed went to the Vikings. Uh, I'm assuming he got, he got paid That's some. Fun. Otherwise, the Colts probably would have kept him. Yep. Um, uh, the Niners got George Odom, right? Yeah, uh, that's that. yeah, that's a that's a big one right there. Uh, I mean, all pro at the uh, special teams position. So um, that kind of hurts a little bit. So does this one. Marlon Mack to the Texans. And I'll tell you what, Marlon Mack. He's kind of a fan favorite uh, mm-hmm. amongst Indianapolis Colts fans. You know, a guy who come in his rookie year, learned under Frank Gore while he was here. Learned under running backs coach Tom Rathman, the former fullback for the Niners back in the day, uh, uh, learned and became a very good all-around running back. And it was very easy to root for Marlon Mack. And then the Jonathan Taylor thing happened, you know, after his Achilles injury. And you just knew his time in Indy with, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it it was limited. Yeah, and it was never nothing that, you know, Marlon Mack did or his play did that, mm-hmm. you know, made any of this happen. I mean, that's just the nature of football. Like, you're not going to mm-hmm. bring in guys that uh, you feel that's not going to, you know, eventually be the next one, if that makes sense. And Marlon Mack, unfortunately, had that injury, and Jonathan Taylor basically just took advantage of his opportunity. But um, I don't think you about th- – this won't be the – 
like Marlon Mack about to make his name ring again in the league. Uh, I think he's just looking for a fresh start. I don't think he cared where it was at. Just want that opportunity to get back on the field, show people what he can do, because it's probably a one-year type deal, uh, prove it type thing where he can come in, get his reps, uh, play, uh, start possibly. I think David Johnson might still be over there. No, David Johnson's not there no more. Is I, uh, Royce Freeman and Rex Burkhead are his two. Oh, Rex Burkhead. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Man, okay. So, yeah, he's probably going over there and probably can win that job and start and be a prove-it type year to where he can probably find another home after this year unless the Texans keep him. But Marlon Mack definitely about to make his name ring again in the league, so. Oh, definitely. I I think so, too. And it's not just what he does on the field. It's what he does in the locker room and how he carries himself that makes Mm -hmm. him such a a favorite, not only of fans, but I think of players as well. When you talk to Naheem Hines or Jonathan Taylor, they talk about how much help he was to them on their play, you know, when they came into the league. Uh, When he hurt his uh, Achilles, when he tore his Achilles and Jonathan Taylor started – Jonathan talked about, you know, how Marlon was just talking him through stuff and, and going through film and saying, hey, you know, use your instincts. Your instinct says go, go. Don't right. second guess it. You can't second guess in the NFL. You can't take a moment. You just got to use your instincts and go. And once once Taylor was able to uh, to get that in his head, at least that's the way it looked like to me on film after time when the game started to slow down and him being able to do that, he started to blow up. And Marlon Mack, well, had a lot to do with that. Naheem Hines talks a lot about him as well. I mean, Marlon's a great all-around back, and I think you're right. It's just about getting his name back out there. And, yeah, it's a divisional rival, and it sucks because you can't root – as a Colts fan, you can't root for him two games out of the year. And I'll mm-hmm. never root for the Texans. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm never going to root for the Texans. I don't care if you're playing the Jets. I'm not rooting for you. All right. right. But – but at the same time, I can wish him the best and hope that he has a very good uh, second coming of his career. And I really do hope that, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you just hope he just have two bad games versus the Colts. That's all. Like, gets everybody else. You hope, you know, you hope he does his thing. Uh, I think when it comes to fans, it gets tricky when it's divisional rivals and all that. Uh, but I think the 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 main position that's affected by that is you won't see quarterbacks. Like you won't see quarterbacks going from divisional rival. Uh, well, I can't even say that. 2011, Kerry Collins did come to Indy and play. Mm-hmm. Andre Johnson did play a year in Indy from the Texans. So I guess my little theory I was about to go in debt with just gets thrown out the window. <laughs> well, it's not it's not often, right? It's right. not very right. often that that happens. It's it's like Earlier this year, when um, when uh, Deshaun Watson, you know, uh, in in that situation, players in their prime don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah when they're starters in their prime, they don't do that. But like Deshaun Watson, right? Uh, it, w- it was told that Chris Ballard called to ask about <laughs> Deshaun, and Nick Casario's like, uh, click, <laughs> you know. And I knew that's what would happen. I mean, no come question. on. You know? nah, no question. <laughs> <laughs> Got to check on that one, though. Got to check on <laughs> you that gotta, one. You got to, right? 
whenever there is a big name, no matter where they're at, you got to be like, is there a chance? Because, yeah, no, I mean, you don't know. <laughs> Nick Casario might be running the team the way, you know, Bill O'Brien did. Maybe you can get him for a second round pick and a bag of chips, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never know. You never know. Ah, <clears throat> uh, so, so I, I'm curious, like I said, now the contracts for Marlon Mack and Chris Reed are not out yet. You know, mm-hmm. so we don't know what they're really making. I don't think they're out yet. Uh, I think there's rumors on the Marlon Mack one, though, I think. But um, like I said, um, let me see here. Odom, Odom's getting paid I think around three mil or something. Uh, nine and a half million over three years, I think. So mm-hmm. I think something of that nature. And like I said, Glowinski signed a three-year Twenty million dollars. Uh, yeah, so that's he's a starter. Yeah, he's going yeah. To start. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a starter. When you so I, I want to get into what that says about the Colts. Now, Chris Ballard states and has stated since he's been with the the, the Colts GM, he has stated that hey, uh, if you come to Indy and you perform well, you get rewarded. Right, we will reward you with a contract. But then you got these guys leaving. And getting paid elsewhere. Does that say much about Chris Ballard in the he's lying? Or does that more say he's too darn good at his job? No, he's not lying at all. Uh, and it could be just a situation to where, you know, he don't want to pay that specific player that amount of money or whatnot. He might have it slated to where, you know, we, you know, you're making $7 million, $7 million a year with the Jets. You know, I had you at $5 million and just not willing to go up. There's no disrespect or... I guess anything like that because if he don't if he didn't feel that he could replace that he would have paid it you know at the end of the day so when he says you know you come here play well you get rewarded yeah under the team's understandings if that makes sense because only the inside uh people knows if you really played a good game not the pff grade you know off the the game plan and the grades that the coaches give and the meetings that the coaches see and the scouts every day at practice only those people truly know uh what they value a guy inside their building uh they they don't necessarily have control on the market uh, what the market says to a player uh, when you become free agent, because normally every free agent get paid a little bit more on the market compared to what their hometown team would have gave them uh, anyway. Well, there's also the idea. I mean, you can't re you can't resign everybody, right? right. I mean, it's yeah. just all of it. Otherwise, I mean, th- I mean, there's a salary cap. Contrary to what a lot of fans look at when they're looking at other teams and they're like, how in the world? is this team who's, you know, over cap signing someone to five years, $50 million, right? Over and over and over, you're seeing it. Well, that's just how they structure contracts. Um, You can't re-sign everybody. You just, you just can't. And like right now, I think that the situation with the offensive line, and it hurts to see Glowinski and Reed both go plus Eric Fisher, because that's three guys who had major snaps last year on the offensive line. Now no, completely gone. Yeah, no depth at all either. No. No, no. We're we're using our depth as starters now from what the way it looks. Um but we're getting ready. 
Chris Ballard's got a big decision coming up with already with Quentin Nelson. You know, is he going to sign him that huge monster deal that, you know, everyone's expecting? A lot of people are talking about, you know, maybe we just trade Nelson. Uh, I, I don't like that idea personally because uh, I think he's a game changer. Uh, right. Even even as a guard on the offensive line, he is a game changer and a guy who lifts the team uh, across the board. And you just don't get rid of guys like that, in my opinion. Uh, right. For for unless unless he's you know I want thirty million a year, then it's time to go. All right, but <laughs> I think in this situation with you know Matt Ryan coming into the fold. And we're talking about a Matt Ryan on the later half of his career on the, the back end. You don't you don't want this year to be with a bunch of new guys and new faces when, when we're talking about that offensive line. Like you want to have your pieces back, like your main guys, your Quinn Nelsons and those guys are still here. You want to make sure you, you take care of them and do whatever you got to do to keep them around because the other spots that you got to fill in that other guard, that right tackle, whatever that case may be that you got to fill in those three, those top guys that's back are the ones that's going to glue that thing together. Don't have it to where, you know, this person, like everybody's new except one guy or whatever the case may be with Matt Ryan at your quarterback, you know, and he wants, he wants to come in and be protected to the point to where he ain't, he ain't got to control everything. Uh, at this position like it's already going to be a young wide receiver room it's already a young uh, running back room that we got with Jonathan Taylor even though he's great you know he's still a young guy so Matt's going to come in with this you know a load of stuff that he has to handle as a quarterback you want to at least have your main core offensive lineman guys back and happy to where they can kind of handle that part of it and Matt can handle everything else that's my opinion with it uh, mm-hmm. if I'm Chris Ballard thinking about the pieces that I need. Like, I got to make sure my main offensive line pieces are back and happy. Uh, So whatever we got to pay them, I know we got a lot of money right now, whatever we got to pay them. And hopefully, like I said, you get a discount a little bit, you know, when it's your home hometown team. So whatever we got to do to make sure they're happy, is going to be a start. Everybody else can just plug in. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. You know, you, you got to have the right mixture when it comes to uh, position groups, right? You got to have the young, enough young guys right. so that all your contracts ain't come and do at the same time. But you got to have those veterans in there as well to, as you say, you know, glue the group together and they can, they can run as a unit. Um, yeah. and, and that's kind of – that's the way it looks now. I think on both lines, right. With the offensive and defensive lines and, Mm -hmm. you know, people talk about, well, Ballard doesn't spend money in free agency. He's just letting guys go and not even spending it on them, but he is, I mean, how much do you think Matt Ryan costs? You know, it wasn't just a trade. I mean, he's got to pay the dude, you know, Yannick, how much do you think he costs? Right. Those are, even though they weren't free agents at the time, they are still, on the books. Uh, yeah, they're still on the books, and you got to look at stuff like that. It's, it, I mean, uh, no, it wasn't Jarvis Landry, uh, as far as I know, he's still out there. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, he's not, he's not Tyron Matthew, as far as I know, he's still out there. Uh, but he's still doing what he's got to do to build a proper roster. You, you can't right. be to go look at Cincinnati, right? Like the Cincinnati Bengals. 
People want to go all offense and say, well, that's how you win a Super Bowl. You got to have a passing offense. Did they win the suit? They got to the Super Bowl. Did they win the Super Bowl? No. You know, right. uh, you, you got to have a balanced roster in order to be effective, uh, not only during the regular season, but in the postseason as well, because everybody's got a good team in the postseason. You have to you have to be able to do everything well in the postseason to continue moving on. Right. Yeah. And, and that's how you build your team. You build your team thinking about the postseason. You're not building your team thinking about week one, week two, week three. Like you're building your team thinking about January football, December, January, February football. And uh, and the the hardest one of the hardest jobs to do that is putting putting the right pieces together. I mean, it even gets deeper than just talent. You want the right locker room guys. You want the right guys on the same mental aspect. Like you want the right guys that's going to uh, be the leaders in the room that might not it might not show up on the field every Sunday. But from uh, Monday to Saturday, it's it, it's you know, everything that the team needs or whatnot. So I think it, I think everybody just got to kind of got to just give Chris Ballard his, his time, let him do his magic. I mean, a couple weeks ago, we was just worried about the quarterback position and boom, Matt Ryan, which he said we got lucky, but, you know, you can call it luck all you want. I think he was prepared. At least we were prepared to make that move and make it happen. And I think this is another situation is that he's probably prepared, you know, got a couple different plans, different routes we can go. It's just a matter of finding the right piece or that right domino domino fall. And now all these guys start signing and moves start making. I think right now it's just like a waiting game just to uh, get to the draft and, and let the draft happen and see, you know, what's next and who's going to fall where. Wow. When you just said that, I can kind of put GMing and building a team in that situation with Matt Ryan, very similar to playing defensive back in the NFL and getting an interception while in zone coverage. Cause people, you go look at fans and they'll, they'll, they'll be like, well, he just got lucky. He was in the right space at the right time. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. He put himself in that position to be at the right place at the right time on purpose. Ballard put himself on purpose to be in the right place at the right time to get the Matt Ryan while he was there. So, you know, uh, very good. Uh, I, 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 wow, I just realized that uh, because I was thinking too, you know, that Ballard kind of got lucky, but at the same time, you know, he did. He, 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 <laughs> he was prepared for it. You know, his previous quarterback out of the picture, his money was already off the book. So the only thing he could flaunt was assets, you know, mm-hmm. so he was, he was ready right there. So as soon as you see, the one report that the Falcons is interested in Deshaun, you knew they couldn't go back to Matt Ryan. So, <laughs> you know, you and if they didn't have what they have, maybe he wouldn't be the team. Maybe Matt Ryan would be on another team right now rather than the Colts. I think the Colts did a you know, good job now looking back, you know, going ahead and getting rid of Carson and let everybody know that they're moving on, let everybody know like, hey, we're in the quarterback market uh, uh, arena right now. Like, like we're trying to get, we're calling about everybody, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm sure they asked about Russ. I'm sure they asked about Jameis and I, like everybody, you know, so I think uh, the mm-hmm. Falcons knew that going forward because just like how we're talking about, you know, the coats and the different plans and the GM strategies. You got to think these other teams, it's all chess with all these guys. These other teams are trying to, 
do it their way as well. So I'm sure the Falcons knew like, hey, once this report goes out that we're interested in Deshaun or trying to upgrade to Deshaun, that we're going to have to have a plan B because we're going to we can't go back to Matt Ryan or whatever the case may be. So I'm pretty sure the Falcons knew that the coach was interested or whatever the the deal was. And uh, and that's just how business works at the end of the day. And uh, I think Chris Ballard in this situation, you know, he got many options depending on what domino falls or what happens that uh, he's going to have a plan and just be ready to make a move to fit whatever in the best coach's interest for that time being in that present moment. Uh, absolutely. And I'm hoping that, sometime soon this week we'll hear some signings of some sort i don't care if they're uh guys that no one's expecting just something there's we don't have a lot of we don't have nowhere near enough people currently on the roster uh to build that 90 man uh i i get a lot of those are camp bodies but I, i'm still seeing maybe 10 guys that we need on the 53 you know, from, from right. what I'm looking at the roster, unless some of these guys who I normally see as camp bodies stand out during camp, which I'm sure, you know, uh, Ballard's hoping, but, uh, but hopefully we'll see some signings soon. There's still a little bit of money left on the books, uh, after the restructure of Matt Ryan, uh, so that we could actually have something more positive to talk about the next time we come on. But is there any final words you want to, you want to talk about? Nah, man, just fans be patient. It's the off season. <laughs> right, right. It's all about being patient. Well, uh, thanks for taking time out and talking about what little we had to talk about this week. Um, uh, some of the news that we wanted to talk about wasn't necessarily uh, pro football related, but, you know, it was related to Indy in a, in a, in a way. Uh, basketball is a big thing in Indy. So, you know, uh, college basketball, especially. Um, but I think that's going to do it for this, this episode of Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. And until next time, as usual, I'm Lawrence Owen. That's Gerard Powers. And yeah, go Colts. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.